0: This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at SorgatronMedia.com. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Just Pro Wrestling News Podcast. No filler, no pop-ups. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com/slash wrestling mayhem show. Hey everyone, I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. And this is the Indie Mayhem Show where we talk with people in and around independent professional wrestling. And it really does seem like uh, more and more of those uh, uh, indie wrestlers, I'm using air quotes, we're seeing on our television here uh, from the week to week, and tonight is uh, no exception. But of course, please go check out everything over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com where you can find this and other fine professional wrestling podcasts and have some fun with us over there. Uh, recent interviews over on or guests guess uh, hanging out with us over in wrestling ma'am show include Zeke Mercer and Katie Arquette of Pro, uh, Prospect Pro Wrestling. So uh, uh, good to have them hanging out and have some fun with us. Uh, Katie actually got interviewed by an 11 year old as a fun side project that we're doing here. <laughs> uh, and of course, India wrestling.us where you can find our guests tonight and so many more in action over there uh, as well as this podcast and, and, and past episodes of this podcast, some great interviews we've had with us. Uh, plenty of people over the years uh tonight's guest i got i had the fortune to meet and work with on the uh <laughs> this the area two tapings for fight underground and i gotta say immediately made an impression and i knew eventually i really needed to get him on the show and now that everything's spinning back up and we're spinning back up with this show again it's good to have him back on with us sam beal joining me on the show this evening how you doing sam
1: i'm doing great how are you I'm excited to be here and I'm excited to uh tell my story.
0: Excellent. So I, I mean I mean I say the, my first impression was uh uh you know, of course great match that we shot, but but especially uh we were doing these these kind of pre match interviews uh with uh Jim Lamotta over there and I believe you were facing John John Roden at the time. And and I, I I, I, I'm always amazed by people that can just like turn on like a switch and you were like on it and to the point where you got up, put your crocs on the table, and I think threw off Jim Lamotta a little bit that night. <laughs> yeah, if you ain't crocking, you ain't rocking, baby. If you ain't crocking. And I also I gotta point out this amazing outfit. This is uh, and, and and as we're recording is the fourth of July has just passed, and uh he's rocking this 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 very patriotic <laughs> Suspenders suspenders uh, going on over here. I think you can see what I'm showing over on the feed there, Sam. Is this a, is this a regular outfit for you?
1: Hey,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's the
1: overalls, baby. I get to wear them all the time. I mean, I got to break them out yesterday, especially for 4th
0: of July. Well, I'd hope so for something like this. But yeah, and there's, yeah. And there's a rock in the car. Is that cat socks I'm seeing there? Is it- <laughs> Oh,
1: funny story about that is actually those are my dogs. Those are custom oh. socks with dog's face on them. So I have two, two dogs. They're both German Shepherds. One's a German Shepherd, Collie Mix. The other one is a uh, full-bred German Shepherd. And uh, my fiance actually um, made me socks with them on them. And every single time I wrestle, I make sure that I have them on. So
0: (laughs) that's amazing. I love it. I'm I'm going to share this clip with my mother. She's a big dog fan. Uh, (laughs) um, But anyways, so so let's get to know you a little bit. Of course, uh, I I like to ask everybody kind of getting off. Like, what is your earliest kind of memory of professional wrestling for you? Uh,
1: My earliest uh, memory was when I was younger around, I would say around like five or six, somewhere in that area. Uh, my older brother loved watching uh, Raw, and his favorite was always Stun Cold Steve Austin, so uh, his favorite was always my favorite, because I wanted to be just like him. Uh, but yeah, that was when I got introduced to it, and it was amazing. Um, I kind of, like, fell out of it a little bit, wasn't, like, too big of a fan of it when I was a junior, junior high and uh, beginning of high school, but then I kind of came back to it, it like my freshman year of high school, and Ever since then, I've been the biggest fan you've ever met. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Obviously, I mean, to, to, to get as far as you have uh, so far, right? So, what was the point from being a fan to saying I want to get in there and do this thing?
1: Uh, so, actually, that um, that happened to me. My going into my freshman year of college, uh, I was actually at work because I used to cut grass, um, and I was on my lawnmower during my break, and I was watching a documentary about Seth Rollins. It was his redesign, rebuild, reclaim. Uh, oh, documentary very, very good one when he tore up his knee and it was just awesome like the, the whole thing I'm a big documentary guy especially when it comes to guys that are like professional wrestlers sports uh, teams or things like that I just love watching documentaries and um at once I watched that I saw him like doing some wrestling on the trampoline in Iowa and stuff like that And me and my buddies in high school did it and I was like man this is this is what I want to do this is awesome like I want to get into it. So I uh, started looking for schools around here to start training. Uh, I joined a school here in Toledo, actually. It was called Northwest Ohio Wrestling. Uh, they have since closed their doors, but it, it wasn't, uh, it was kind of a really funky training experience for the first five months, but it got my foot in the door and I've never looked back.
0: For those that don't know, like what, what is the Toledo kind of wrestling? Uh, like I'm familiar, obviously ran into you at XICW up in Detroit. Uh, and, 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 and I know a lot of people over in Cleveland, uh, with premier AIW, obviously. Um, so, so what, what, what does Toledo wrestling look like for you guys up there?
1: So right now it's, um, right when I first started getting into it, actually, there was like three, three companies. I, uh, but then COVID hit and it kind of like took a bad turn for all of yeah. the companies. Um, but recently there's been a, a new company that just kind of blossomed up last year. Uh, it was, it's called Ruthless Pro Wrestling. I was actually their first ever world champion. Um, but they they do a really great job of doing a <clears throat> mixture between uh, deathmatch and extreme matches and then normal storytelling matches. Uh, but it is definitely, it's definitely on the up and up. Um, but yeah, yep. There it is right there.
0: It looks like they have a lot yeah. of, uh, fun stuff going on over there. Uh, so, uh, so, so, so death Match wrestling is happening in Ohio. I take it then. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I love the Nintendo cartridge they have going on
1: here. <laughs> yeah. It was actually really cool. The flyer they did there. Uh, I think they actually had a merchandise drop where they had Nintendo cartridges, but they were a flask. And they were like a limited uh, limited supply, but they were like, like a flask for uh, for the fans. It was pretty funny.
0: That's that's what I'm going to have to. I am liking this page. I'm going to follow what you guys are doing over there for sure. Um, so tell me a little bit, you know, you got into the training. Uh, you know, did you... Uh, You know, was there a sports experience in high school that kind of, you know, got you kind of like prepared physically and mentally for this? Or is it just kind of you went in cold? Like, what was that first? I always say, what was that the first bump like for you up there?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I was an athlete all throughout high school. I played football and I played baseball. I did a little bit of bowling and stuff like that, but mainly baseball and football is what kind of like prepared me to be the athlete for wrestling. Uh, And to this day, I credit um, my football coaches and my experience with football for the man I am today. I think football is an amazing sport and with the right coaches and leaders, uh, you can learn so much about who you are as an individual and like your passions and what makes you go with the sport of football. I'm very grateful for my time in high school with that.
0: Excellent. So so tell me, you know, coming out of training, like, I, you know, was was Sam Beal as we, uh, what was the proto Sam Beal that we saw when we uh, got to our first match?
1: <laughs> the proto Sam Beal was nothing you're seeing right now at <laughs> all. He, is, he was a long hair or short haired, fat chubby little kid
0: <laughs> i think we have a Ooh. we have a picture of that don't we uh from a couple weeks ago that you put up
1: <laughs> yeah that that's him i mean hey look i still got the tattoo up there you know I mean?
0: that's that's how you know it's the same person because I, I think otherwise people are like no way right so <laughs> i've got that a lot
1: i've got that a lot every time i post a picture of my first ever promo pic uh <laughs> they're like who that isn't you i don't believe it
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love it but- Go ahead.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, that's me. That's me in all its glory. I mean, uh, how do I? I'm happy that I went through that phase. I guess you could say because I mean it helped me grow into the person I am today. So
0: yeah, and, and judging from, the, I mean, you're not in terrible shape, you know, going into this from the looks of things, right? But you obviously had a bit of a a, a transformation coming. Like, what what kind of motivated you? Like, what was the kind of thing that kind of clicked to to Get into this look, this shape that you're in now,
1: so it was actually almost like two phases. there was one right at the beginning when I was like all right it's it's time to stop drinking pop, it's time to start eating like veggies, chicken, and eating better, and like kind of limiting my portions um and that kind of was what the kick started me right away. Uh, I just like evolved that into like molding my body to be better uh and then it was kind of last year in august was like the phase number two where i was like i have a real chance of being something special in this so i like trey miguel actually was somebody who really inspired me and he, he's like dude i believe in you more than i believe in a lot of other people and i want you to make it big and he was like, and when he said those kind of things to me, it was like, all right, here we go. It's time to, it's time to work harder, grind harder, meal prep, do whatever I can to put myself in the best like physical shape to be on TV. I uh, actually like have always told all of my friends because they're like, oh man, you have a lot of willpower, a lot of this, a lot of that. My saying to them was, to be on TV, you gotta look like you gotta be on TV. You look like you deserve
0: to be on there. So. so, on top of like looking at like a superstar, like like was that just it? Was it just kind of like that determination? I'm going to get to this point, and this is just the process I need to go through to get to this point.
1: Yeah, actually, like that was 100 percent it. Like I once I kind of the, the the switch flipped in my head that like I can be special. I was tooth to the nail and I was grinding as hard as I possibly can to get myself in better physical shape, but to also like have a different mindset, like more confidence in the way I walk, the more confidence in the way I talk. And just, I just felt better about myself ever since that, like switch.
0: And again, that confidence is one thing that, that frankly kind of oozes when I see you got, when you're in the ring, uh, uh, doing stuff and on it and promos and everything, Tell me a little bit about like, uh, you know, the, the the persona, the hair, the perm, the the you know. <laughs> well, if I'm not mistaken, isn't your 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 finishing move is the permanator? Is that correct?
1: No, no, that's my name.
0: I'm the permanator. The Perminator. What was what was the finish? We had to grab those for Fight Underground. I forget what they were. Uh, the perm roller. The perm roller. Thank you. Thank yeah. you.
1: <laughs> uh, to talk a little bit about like my character, the best thing, like it. it it's so awesome to me and in no pun intended because like, I used to go by the name the natural but it just everything comes natural to me right now like mm-hmm. with my character and who I am because the character you guys see in the ring is me in real life you know I'm I'm just turning myself up to a thousand when I'm in the ring but it, it's truthfully who I am because like I, I'm out here jamming the nickelback in my jeep I'm out here rocking crocs every single day of the week. And I love, I love my hair. You know, my hair is sweet every day. In the, every day, <laughs> I look at it. I get to wake up and look at it in the mirror, and there's no better sight than that.
0: Is <laughs> it is, is the is the hair style a, a newer thing for you, or is this like a return to something you did back in high school or something?
1: It is brand new. Yeah. So funny thing about me growing out this mullet was, I go to this con- country concert every year in Michigan. And me and my buddies were like, "Oh, let's all grow out our mullets and like we'll uh, we'll rock them at Faster Horses or whatever." And I'm, yeah, all right, whatever, we'll do it. And then COVID hit, and the the country concert got canceled. But I still kept growing it out because I was like, "Well, I'm gonna still rock it the next time I go to Faster Horses." And then like I got the crazy idea. I was like, "I think curly a curly mullet would be awesome." And my mom's a hairdresser. So I lucked out there, and she just permed my hair, and and ever since then it it just it's my moneymaker. <laughs> Absolutely, it's my moneymaker.
0: Yes. So you are, are you telling me like when we started seeing you kind of over here and fight underground and stuff? That was my first introduction to you, uh, I believe. Uh, like like this was this was a relatively new version of you that we were seeing over over oh, COVID.
1: I think it was in a completely new. It was a new slate. Yeah. I I forget when it was, I want to say back in, I'm not sure, 2012, it was during COVID, I think it was in June, uh, I got my new set of gear that was like orange, blue, and plaid, and it was almost like a like a created new character once I got that, because I was a completely different wrestler, and I was a completely different like person in the ring. And ever since then, it's just been building and evolving into what it is today.
0: So, one thing we've been asking a lot of wrestlers in in these and other interviews that we've been doing is kind of like what kind of uh, you know people either kind of people either kind of just sat back and waited for the 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 pandemic to be over. Obviously, you were working uh, 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 through a lot of it uh, on one thing or another in projects with us, and and as we're going to talk about here with uh, Impact. But uh, you know, was there was that the 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 big like the work on yourself thing like did COVID help you in in a certain way to have that kind of pause and reset
1: oh yeah I I honestly thank COVID because that year long of like being in the uh, like kind of shady area that was the best year I've had in wrestling yet was in 2020 I reinvented myself I trained harder than ever I was in the ring like every single day and I was in the gym every single day like cuz we didn't like you didn't have to really work because of covid and you had to like be quarantined and stuff and like that so it gave me the uh, extra time to really focus and hone my craft and become the best I can be i mean i'm still doing that every single day mm-hmm. it's trying <laughs> getting better and better as i can
0: as much as i can
1: to reach my full potential but uh, yeah i think covid was one of the best things that could have happened in my career.
0: Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, obviously seeing you on things like warrior wrestling. I know when, uh, I went out there in September, um, in action and, uh, and, and, and with the fight underground situation, uh, and uh, obviously things have seemed to be working out. I mentioned the TV at the top of the show here. Uh, you are involved with impact wrestling, uh, have been, uh, uh um, I guess, Uh, Under the tutelage of one Brian Myers, the most professional wrestler over there on impact. And even you had a match with Kojima this week uh, uh, that's been, uh, I guess, on been forbidden doored over from New Japan lately. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I mean, and just seeing the, I'm looking at your match listing, uh, you know, just kind of a refreshing here. You, you, you faced Eddie Edwards, you faced Jake something with some of the heavy hitters going over there and going on over there in impact wrestling so far. Uh, so tell me a little bit about like kind of how that came about for you.
1: Um, I, I, it kind of came about, uh, they, uh, they reached out to me and asked me to be a part of, uh, this, the storyline with Trey and. Uh, Sammy and I got my shot and opportunity. Uh, they brought me on and I guess I impressed somebody because then they kept bringing me back and back and back. And now I find myself <clears throat> there every week and it's, and it's awesome. I'm grateful uh, because it's a great opportunity for me to learn and continue to get better as I can. Uh, but it's also like a great chance for me to uh, build my stock as a wrestler. So it's, it's awesome. I am so thankful and appreciative of everything Impact has done for
0: me. Excellent. And obviously we had you over here for Fight Underground and it was a very close set, but we had like kind of the wrestlers as the audience situation. Uh Impact still has that extremely close set. Obviously everybody's going back to fans very shortly. I believe Sam is gonna have fans here coming up in about a week, correct?
1: Yes, they are. And I'm very excited for that. So so very-
0: So so how sorry, uh so how like has it been uh performing there in that kind of like very closed studio setup in in these pandemic settings with no crowd for your for your for your first uh television uh especially
1: well to be honest i've never been on television other than that so i really don't know any so it's it's kind of just been a learning experience as it has been for every other place that i've gone that hasn't been able to have fans and just have done tapings um but like I'm just excited to get to do that in front of fans again. Uh, I mean, obviously I've been wrestling for the past months or so since we've had fans and other like indie shows, but to do it at impact, I'm very excited and it's going to be uh, like a moment for me to like kind of breathe it in and take it all in. And I can't wait.
0: Excellent. Um, so I have to ask you, cause I'm becoming a fan of Detroit wrestling and I have to ask about this. And, uh, I, I, I attended, I believe it was pro wrestling all-stars at Detroit. And I told you about it. And I was like, this, this show was between go-karts and, and mini golf behind like a play arcade area. And you're like, yeah, I know about that. I feel like there's a story behind that or some kind of experience when I asked you about that a couple weeks ago, <laughs> I, by the way, a big fan of this. It's like, it's a small indie that, that, that from my understanding it's kind of like the the local kind of feeder talent kind of situation up there uh from what i understand but, but do you have any stories or because int- because it's it looks like they have shows like every couple of weeks up there in that location and it was just like they, one of the wildest thing i've ever seen
1: they do actually have a lot of shows up there um it's it was i've been up there i think i was up there one time actually and i actually wrestled with or against T.J. Myers, and it was le- going to lead to some sort of storyline with um, Dickie Watts becoming my tag team partner. Uh, things fell, th- fell through, and uh, I never ended up going back there. But it, it is a great place for like people to uh, kind of get reps in and get better and uh, be in front of a live crowd. So it is definitely a nice place to go to for uh, young
0: wrestlers. Uh, is that the weirdest place that you've had a wrestling match?
1: I would have to say it is up there. Yeah. I have in, in, um, in somebody's backyard before. And that was kind of, that was kind of weird, but, (laughs) but yeah, no, it's up there. Um, I,
0: I can't think of anything else. So yeah, I guess it would
1: probably be one or two that'd probably be up there as a top, one of the top ones.
0: That's great. It, it, it's like a fun, it's like a fun fest play place. And it's like, it's like, it's called play Atlantis, I think. And so it's like water themed, underwater themed, and it has all these <laughs> bouncies that with like sharks and dolphins on them, I guess. And you, have yep. to, and you have to walk through the arcade and pass all the laser tag and party rooms to go back outside where they set up the ring, uh, it was just—I, I, I just love—I loved it. I loved it. I, it. It was the most fun I had that weekend, probably. <laughs> so
1: very unique, very unique, one of a
0: kind. So, other than weird places, interesting places, you've you've had a, a wrestling match. What is the best and worst thing about indie wrestling for you so far? <clears throat>
1: The best thing I think is getting the opportunity to travel and meet so many different people. Like <clears throat> I mean, I got to go out to Pennsylvania last year for the first time. Uh we wrestled in North Carolina not too long ago. We got a couple dates coming up that I have one in Missouri that I would uh I have a Journey Pro July 30th, <clears throat> Missouri. Then I have one in Houston uh in August. It's just crazy. Like, these are places that I probably would never have gone if I wasn't a pro wrestler. I probably would have just stayed put here in Ohio and not really traveled that much. But I get to do it every weekend. I get to travel somewhere new every weekend. And it's amazing. And I think I'd have to say the worst thing about it. Hmm. I would, I guess the worst thing to me is the car rides. I, I, they're brutal sometimes driving four or five hours. I mean, that's not that much, but then you add up to like, then you'll have up to like 12 hour rides and things like that. My back gets achy and hits car rides are probably the worst thing about it, but it's funny because the best thing about it is getting the travel. So I don't know. Very, very contradiction. And contradictory.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I got I got two quick questions about impact wrestling for you, and then we'll we'll let you go here. Uh, first of all, uh, what's the biggest l- lesson you've learned from Brian Meyer so far?
1: Uh, that it's everybody else's fault and never yours.
0: Okay. And this is for my friend uh, uh, over at Just Pro Wrestling News, who's the biggest New Japan fan that I know. What was it like to wrestle Kojima? <clears throat>
1: it- it was it was an honor, honestly, to be able to be 23 years old, just breaking into the business and wrestling somebody who's left an everlasting <laughs> everlasting impact on the wrestling business.
0: And, uh, and it looks like an everlasting impact on your chest by the clip we're showing right now. <laughs> I mean, nightmares.
1: My my boobies are hurting right now. <laughs> but no, he was such a great guy and he was such a, a nice person to kind of... Pick the brain and talk to. so it was it was awesome, and I'm very thankful for. It. Awesome.
0: Hey, Sam Beal, thank you so much for taking the time with us this uh, this evening here. Uh, again, if people want to follow what's going on you and check out what's going on with you and and follow the shows coming up beyond the ones that you mentioned here on the show, where can they find you online?
1: They can find me on Twitter at sam beal twenty three. and the best thing about that is you can do it on Instagram too. At Sam Beal 23. Uh, Facebook, I have a fan page, but I also have a regular page. It's just Sam Beal. Um, yeah. And then you can also search me up on YouTube. I'm, I guess I'm up there, too. It's all over
0: I'm the, the sure. place, especially on that Impact page. And, of course, look for them Thursday nights as well, popping up. And Slammerversely coming up here in uh, a week from this uh, this posting, I do believe. Uh, So go check that out. Very interesting that usually they have a lot of great stuff and uh, it sounds like you might be involved in some way. Maybe I'm not sure. We'll have to see. We'll see. Tune in to the impact. We'll find out. Uh, so uh, thank you so much for joining us, Sam. Uh, and uh, again, if, if you see Sam Beal on the card and uh, coming to your town, make sure you buy a ticket to that. Make sure you say hi to him and you heard, heard him on uh, the Indie Mayhem show over there. Uh, and of course, please go check out everything going on over on IndieWrestling.us, including seeing Sam in action Uh, with some of our favorite promotions here uh, too. Uh, Thank you everybody for joining us. Until next time please support Indy
1: Wrestling.
0: This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com